spiritual slang like God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Or won't he do it? Because <laughs> you know he really will. Hey. Hello. Welcome to Spiritual Slang. I'm the host Chanel. And what's up, y'all? We're on episode six. Yeah, episode six. Um, and so welcome back or welcome if it's your first time, obviously. And let's do this. This is my podcast, if you don't know, and it's all about just me sharing things that I've gone through or am currently going through because today's episode will be something that I continue to walk through and learn how to deal with and um, figure it out as I go. And so, yeah, I come on here and I talk about everything that I've been through or I'm going through, as I said, in hopes of encouraging anyone out there who is going through the same things, you know, and encouraging them that there is a light at the end of every dark tunnel. And this podcast is a light at the end of so many dark tunnels for me. But let's get into it. Actually, before we get into it, it's been a crazy year. Um, this is coming out right before New Year's Eve um, or right before we enter into 2021. And as we're about to enter, I'm just realizing it's like been crazy. I know I kind of touched on it in the last episode where I was talking about like how crazy it is that it's already the end of the year. But now that we're literally a few days away, it's been a wild, wild ride for me. It's been a year of growth. It's been a year of learning about myself um, and healing from things, healing from things that I had pushed down very, very, very deep, um, allowing them to rise up and really figuring out what's going on and figuring out how to heal from it and allowing God to heal me, you know, and not allowing anything else or anyone else to heal me, but allowing God to do it. And so that's what this year has been full of. I mean, it's, it's constant, you know, growth isn't a, a one-stop shop. It's a continuous thing. So yeah, as I look back on this 2020, besides all the things that we've all experienced together, um, the, it's been wild just for me on an interpersonal level and as an individual really coming to terms with who I am where I'm going for as much as I know because you know God doesn't reveal all the plans for you and really becoming secure in that and finding my voice finding who I am and yeah so it's been a good good year nonetheless with all the craziness that has gone on and all the downs and many ups it's been overall a great year that I wouldn't take back for anything. Without this year going the way it had, I wouldn't be on this podcast and I wouldn't um, just be at the level of maturity that I'm at. With that being said, though, I want to talk about something that has really been a, I don't know if I would necessarily say a struggle for me, but it's been an insecurity of mine that I've dealt with for a very long time and full honesty although I'm about to talk about it in 
things that I've learned from it and how I've grown from it, I will say that I haven't completely conquered it. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's still something that I walk through and not on a daily basis, but there's moments where I feel it more than others. And so it's still something that I'm figuring out. Actually, I'm going to say this lyric from a song that I really like, Uh, but it goes, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. It's something like that. But that's basically how I feel with this one topic where it's I'm definitely further than I've ever been. Um, It's not a daily struggle for me or anything like that, but it is still something that comes up and something that I have to continue to work on. Although I haven't conquered it, I feel like if I talk about it, it can still help people that also deal with it because there are some things that I have learned from it. Also, if I do talk about it, I feel like the enemy loses its hold on me with that issue. And I really, truly believe that it will also heal me to talk about it out loud and just really like hash out everything. Because even when I was writing my notes, I was starting to heal from it because I was like, oh, I'm rationalizing. I'm understanding why I've done things and then understanding why I don't have to do that. So without further ado, today, drum roll please, (laughs) I'm going to be talking about comparison. And I feel like a lot of us have dealt with comparison on some level or another. Um, Sometimes it can be something as small as just comparing yourself to how active you are versus someone else you see like on social media. So in terms of active, I'm talking about like, oh, they're working out that many days a week. Maybe I should be working out that many days a week. So something as little as that to something as big as, which I don't even know if this is big, but um, as big as comparing yourself to someone else who has something that you want. So this can be something such as a job. This can be um, something such as a relationship but comparing yourself to that person and wondering what's wrong with you because you don't have that, but they do. And so let's just dive into comparison in a general form for a second because it's not an obvious thing. At least for me, it's not something that I'm saying out loud. It's something that is I'm dealing with in my head. It's all a head game. It's not like I'm talking to a friend or someone and being like this person is better than me or this person is doing this and I'm not doing that like it's not an obvious thing it's just something that's going on in my head but because it's a head thing it ultimately becomes an attack on my mind and it allows the storyteller in my head to fill my head with lies that fuel that comparison and the storyteller it's that voice in your head that doesn't want to see you do good. And so anytime you have an insecurity or a thought, it'll just fuel your mind with other thoughts that support that negative feeling or thought. And so when I have a thought of comparing myself to someone else, there's been times where the storyteller in my head will then go on a tangent of why I'm not good enough So first it starts at a comparison, like, oh, this person is doing better than me in this part of their life, right? So it starts with that thought, and then the storyteller in my head will start to tell me things like, 
well, that's because you're not enough. That's because um, you didn't do this at this certain age. That's because you come from this type of family. You come from this type of life. Um, And it has nothing to even do with the original thought. But the storytelling in your head will fuel that original thought with a bunch of other lies that really just stem from other insecurities that you have. Um, And so then it becomes like this whole mind thing in your head. That's why it's so important, though, to like really identify and be honest with yourself that you are comparing yourself or be honest with yourself that that is what you're going through. That's how you're feeling, because if you're honest with yourself, you're able to work through it. But if you're not honest with yourself and you're like, I'm not really comparing or you're not talking it out loud or you're not journaling it, you're allowing that comparison to run wild in your head. And then the storyteller will tell you lies um, that you start to believe about yourself. When I started to work on this episode and dive into my whole issue with comparison, I realized that it stemmed from an insecurity of who I am, that I wasn't certain of who I am, that I wasn't confident in who I am. And that's why I was able to so easily compare myself on so many different levels, like levels of if this person is prettier than me or more successful or smarter than me, like just comparing myself on so many other levels because I wasn't secure and confident in who I am. That's why it's so important to really know who you are. But I will say sometimes it's hard because you're a growing person and knowing who you are isn't something that just comes overnight. When you're growing you change, right? And so you might not know who exactly you are. You might not know what you're meant to be or what you're meant to do. But if you know who you are at the core and you know your yeses from your nose and you know your boundaries and you know what you believe in and what you value, then that's enough for you to stand on that and not compare yourself. There have been moments for many years where I have compared myself on different levels, But recently, since, as I touched on in the beginning of this episode, this year has been a year of growth for me. And when you're in a a level of growth where you just want to be the best version of yourself, when things come up, such as thoughts of comparison or insecurities, you don't just push them out the way anymore. You start to really analyze those things and figure out why you're thinking that way why you're acting that way and get to the bottom of it so that you can heal and grow from it. So with comparison, it came up again, I don't know, a few weeks ago or something. And I, it was just like a random thought though. It wasn't like anything specific had happened. It was more so of a random thought where I was comparing myself to other people and some of them were like friends where I was thinking they're able to do this, this, and that, but I'm only able to do this and this. Or, you know, they're like more talented at these three things, but why am I only talented at these two things? And it's like, I like started to think of those, think of that. And it was so random because like I said, nothing had happened, but it was just a thought that came up. And I realized though, quick segue, that sometimes God will bring random thoughts to you or like they won't be random to God but they'll be random to you because he wants to you to grow from them 
Because if you pray, if you're someone who prays, um, I'll just be very transparent right now. One of the things I always pray about is like for God to search my heart and for God to clear me of anything that is not him. And so comparison isn't from God. And so when you pray something like that, God will do it. And so I'm not surprised now that I think about it, that that although it was a random thought for me, now I'm connecting the thoughts like, oh, that was God searching my heart and showing me something that is in me that I need to grow from and work on. So that thought came up where I was like, okay, comparing myself to friends and other people and being like, why can I only do this, this and this, but they can do all of this. And in that moment, I realized um, I actually don't know if it was in that moment or I had thought about it again a couple of days later. And then in that moment, I was reminded of a story in the Bible um, where they talk about God giving his servants talents, right? And he gave one of them five talents. He gave another one of them like two talents and another one of them one talent. And once he gave them their talents, the one with five talents went off and worked those five talents and multiplied them. And then the other one with two talents went off and worked those two talents and multiplied them. And then the other one with one talent um, didn't work that talent because he only had one. He buried it and kind of just like was holding on to it. And I was reminded of that for the simple fact that it's like, no matter what you have, God gave it to you. So if you can only do one thing really good, then that's all you need to do really good. Or if you can do five things really good, that's great. Then you do those five things really good. The point is to work what God gave you, to work what you can do. You don't have to worry about what other people have. Don't look in other people's lanes. Don't look at other people and be like, why can they do all this and I can only do this? What you can do is all you need to do if that's all you can do, right? So you have to work what God gave you. You have to work what you have and that will multiply. If it's that one thing, do the best you can at that one thing and multiply. Worry about your own lane. Worry about your own path. Only you can work your own lane. If you are focused on what other people are doing and how well they're doing or all the things that they're doing, then you lose sight of what you're doing and you end up delaying your blessings because you're not working your own lane. You're too focused on other people. And so work your own lane. Don't worry about anyone else and just do you. And that's basically something that I was telling myself. Like that's something that I realized in that moment when that story from the Bible was brought to my attention again so that I could realize that what I had was enough. What I could do was enough. And I didn't need more. Comparison will also lead you down a rabbit hole of so many other things. And I want to share a couple of them that I've definitely um, gone down the rabbit hole of and what I've learned from that, because I think that can be really helpful to anyone who is dealing with the same things. And so when you compare yourself to other people and compare your abilities, your success, your looks, everything basically, you start questioning yourself. You question your ability to do things. Um, You also become jealous 
it brings up the spirit of jealousy, which no one wants to deal with that. Like, no one should be jealous of anyone, obviously. And also you start to have moods towards people or things and you become more defensive. When I have compared myself to, say, other people on a work level and I've thought like, oh, they're better than me at doing this or they're smarter than me, it starts to affect me the most. I start to question whether or not I'm even capable of doing the job that I have to do. I start to feel like I'm not good enough to do it. And then feelings of like I'm a fraud come up because I'm not able to do it the way they're able to do it. But what I realized with that is that the way I'm doing it is the way I should be doing it. And the way they're doing it is the way they should be doing it. We don't have to do things exactly the same. And we don't have to be on the same level of um, our talent or our ability to do it, you know, but that doesn't make me any less than if I feel like someone can do something a little better than me. If anything, I should just learn from that person. If anything, that should be motivation and inspiration to help me grow, right? But I think on a societal level, I think sometimes, or I don't know if I would say societal level, but I think that um, me as a person, I've just instead of using that to my advantage, I've used it more as a, um, I've allowed it to make me insecure in my ability to do things instead of growing from it. Jealousy. I mean, jealousy is not fun to deal with. It definitely goes hand in hand with comparison because if you're comparing yourself to someone, um, say you think that they're, prettier than you or have more money than you or are more successful than you, you will inevitably become jealous of them if you allow your thoughts of comparison to continue. I mean, jealousy is just something that it's like, it's something that it's such a hard insecurity to deal with because again, you never feel like you're good enough um, and you lose sight of who you are becoming jealous of someone else. Another thing with uh, comparison that I've kind of just touched on, but can definitely kind of go a little deeper in it, which is you question who you are when you compare yourself to other people. And in the process of questioning who you are, you start to try to become like other people. You try to construct yourself to be like someone else because you think if you're more like the other person, then it'll happen for you. And by it, I mean whatever you're comparing. So if you're comparing your success to someone else, you start to construct yourself to be like more like them so that you can be successful like them. Or if you're comparing um, what they have in terms of like if they have a relationship and you don't, then you try to construct yourself to be more like them so that you can get the relationship that you think you want, which is their relationship. I think that is one of the hardest things about comparing yourself is when you start to really question who you are. Because if you question who you're, you are in the level of comparing yourself and trying to be like someone else, you start to devalue who you are as a person and you lose sight of who you're meant to be 
And I'm speaking from experience with this because I have definitely compared myself to people and then tried to become like them. And I didn't know who Chanel was after that. Like, I didn't know who I was. And because I didn't check it at the door, it was something that I had to deal with later on in life where I had to find myself and again, or not really again, but find myself and um, learn about myself and learn what I liked and learn what I preferred and became had to become comfortable in that and secure in that and okay that my likes were different from others or that my um, success was different from others. And I've talked about it before, but because I compared myself before and not really dealt with it and understood why, but just allowed myself to do so, I started to feel like I wasn't enough. And as I mentioned on other episodes, I had to see myself right. I had to see that I was enough, that I was a good enough person. Another thing with constructing yourself to be like other people is that you start to feel like you need to do more. It goes back to the idea of the talents that I was talking about from the story in the Bible. But if you compare yourself to someone and you feel like that they're doing more than you are, you'll start to try to do things that they're doing. But God didn't give you the grace to do those things. And so instead of focusing on whatever you're good at or whatever you're supposed to do, you're focusing on trying to do more of what the other people that you're comparing yourself to are doing. People can try to do music. People can try to dance. People can try to cook or become a chef or whatever it is. Although it's good to like pick up hobbies and stuff, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking more so of trying to do the most so that you can be seen on the person you're comparing yourself to level. But the problem with that is that one, you lose sight of what you're supposed to be doing. And so instead of putting all you have into what God has called you to do, you're putting a little bit of you into things that you're not supposed to do, which in turn is just wasting your time and energy. Um, And time is money. No. (laughs) But then also it reminds me of something that someone once said, um, which is a known phrase, I'm sure. But this was like the first time I think I've heard it. And we were in conversation talking about something really unrelated to this. But as I was... um, preparing for this episode, it reminded me of that. And she said, jack of all trades, master of none. And I had to pause for a second, because that is good. Jack of all trades, master of none. Going back to the idea of comparing yourself and feeling like you need to do more because other people are doing more, you'll become someone that puts your energy into a bunch of little things, but are mastering none of those little things. You're too busy with trying to look like you can do it all instead of focusing on mastering the one thing you're supposed to do or the two things you're supposed to do. It depends, you know, what your thing is. But instead of mastering that, you're too focused on doing a bunch of little things. But in reality, if you would master that one thing or two or whatever, if you would master what you're supposed to do, that would then multiply into many things. That blessed me when she said that. And I wasn't even, when she said it, I wasn't thinking about this episode yet, but I related to that on a very deep level because I've been someone who has identified myself as someone that could do a lot of things and I can do a lot of things, but 
there's been moments where if I wasn't doing a lot of many different things, then I didn't feel like I was successful. I didn't feel like I was worthy of being wherever I was. One of the things that um, that I learned from that is that when I was trying to do many different things, I wasn't able to put 100% into any of those things. So none of those things were getting my 100%. So none of those things were getting the results of what they could be because I was too busy with giving 10% here, 20% here, and a bunch of other little places. With that being said, even if you're a master at one thing, that one thing will multiply, as I said, into many different things. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, comparison is definitely something that I am continuously working on. Um, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I was. And so I'm going to share a few things that that have helped me um, in times where I start to compare myself or compare my abilities, compare my success um, or my looks. And there are things that I also constantly tell myself um, and remind myself in those moments so that I can move forward and grow from it and not let it take root in my mind. The biggest thing I've learned, which is actually pretty simple, but still big, is don't try to become someone you're not. This is like, I feel like such an obvious thing. Although it's something that's obvious, I don't feel like we put it into practice. I recently had a thought and I was randomly thinking one day and I was like, the people we look at, or at least the people I look at on social media and maybe find myself comparing myself to them or I feel like are doing good in life, those people are truly, authentically being themselves. They're unapologetically being who they are. And then they're all doing good. When I say doing good, I'm not meaning only like in the successful realm of things. Like I'm not just like saying money or anything like that, but I'm saying seem like they have their life together. um, They're pursuing purpose. uh, They're in alignment with what they're supposed to be doing and they're flourishing and thriving. Those people are being truly who they are. And then when I had that thought, I was like, well, that makes sense because that goes back to something that my pastor always says, which many pastors um, have said this before, but it's God can't bless who you're not. Let that marinate for a second. (laughs) He can't bless who you're trying to be, right? Like if you're not being yourself and you're trying to be like someone else because you're comparing yourself to them and you're trying to be as successful as them or have everything that they have, God can't bless a fake version of you. He can't bless someone that you're not. He wants you to be who he's called you to be. He wants you to be your true self. And when you start to live in who you truly are, no matter what that looks like, no matter what it looks like in comparison to others, then that's when God can start blessing you. Another key lesson that I learned in this comparison realm is that just because someone does something better than you, it doesn't discount you. 
this was a hard one for me because I'm the type of person that not only likes to do everything, but also likes to do everything really good. And so for me to accept that I'm not the best at everything was kind of hard, if I'm honest. Like, I'm not the best at everything. But it was such a growth moment for me to really accept that because because previously, if I felt like someone was better than me, I would be hard on myself because I would just be comparing my skill to them, my talent to theirs. And I would just be hard on myself, as I said. But when I learned this lesson, I learned to change my perspective on it. I learned that instead of you know, being hard on myself or being mad about it or upset about someone doing something better than me, use what they're doing to inspire me or to learn from them. Like, obviously, if they're doing it better than me, then there's something I can learn there. There's a moment for me to grow from them. And so don't always feel like you have to be the best at everything and don't always compare your skill to everyone else's skill. If you're not good at it, don't discount yourself. Because there's a moment of opportunity for you. There's a moment of growth for you in that. And I think anywhere where there's growth, it's beautiful. All right. So the next one, (laughs) I feel like we can all relate to this one. I feel like we've all been in similar positions um, with this one or maybe not all of us, maybe just some of us, including myself. But the next learning that I had about this whole comparison thing and that I really adapted was just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean you have to do it. I'm gonna let that marinate too. (laughs) Because I think sometimes like if we see someone else doing something, we're like, oh, it's working for them and they're doing really good in it. Like, let me try to do it. And there's some moments where we can try things that other people are trying. I'm not saying you can't, but you know when... You just want to do it because someone else is doing it. You want to see the same success as them. But it goes back to the fact that it's like you have to work your own lane. If you don't really feel like you're called to do what that person is doing, then don't waste your time and do it because you're wasting your resources. You're wasting your energy on it. And it's something that you're not meant to do. So it might not actually work out the way it's working out for them because it's something they're meant to do. So to wrap up that whole thought, just because someone else is doing something doesn't mean that's an open door for you to start doing it. I've learned to just see it. If God was like, if it was confirmation for something that I already knew God wanted me to do, it's more of like inspiration for me. But other than that, if it's something I know I'm not meant to do, I've just been able to now celebrate what that person is doing And also use it as encouragement just to continue to keep working my lane and to continue to keep working on what I know I'm meant to do. Finding your purpose is also a crucial area to help you to not compare yourself to other people. And finding your purpose, I know some people um, might not know their purpose or are trying to figure it out, which is completely fine. Find, which is completely fine. But as long as you know the concept of purpose and understand that you have purpose, even if you don't know what it is, it will help you 
to not compare yourself to other people. And the reason I say that is because everyone has their own individual purpose, their own unique reason for being on this earth. And that specific purpose is tied to your history, your story, and to everything that you've gone through. Not what Betty down the block has gone through, but what you've gone through. And that has really helped me, especially as I've learned what my purpose is and what I'm meant to do. Because when I get in the habit or I start to have a thought of comparing myself to someone else, I remind myself that I have purpose. That although they're doing that and they're doing that great, God has called me to do this and only me to do this. Because only Chanel, who has come from where she's come from, come from, can do this purpose. Only Chanel, who has gone through the things that, you, that she's gone through, can do this. No one else. And so once you find your purpose or you understand the concept of purpose at the least, you realize that you have value in your own lane. It doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. It doesn't matter how successful everyone else is. It doesn't matter how anyone else looks or what opportunities they have. You have your own purpose and your own lane to work. And once you realize that, you realize that, wow, there is something unique about you that is going to change the world in your own aspect or in your own lane. Everything you see anyone else have, you can have if you work your own path. That relates to my next point of becoming comfortable in who you are is really important to not compare yourself. Realizing that there is no other me in the world and that makes me unique enough. And so, like I said, it ties back to the whole purpose thing because when you realize you have purpose, um, you start to become comfortable in who you are. You start to understand more of why you've been put on this earth, understand more of what you're called to do. And when you focus on it, you inevitably, inevitably become more comfortable in it. Your own lane and your own purpose won't look the same as others. And that's okay. Like it might look similar, but it won't look the same. And sometimes yours might not look as pretty as others. Like I have realized that my lane doesn't look as pretty as some other people's lane. And that's because I've gone through different things and that's because I'm called to do different things. But even though it doesn't look as pretty, I know that there is beauty in it because of what God is going to, how God is going to use what I've gone through. And so becoming comfortable in that will help you to not compare yourself to other people. And lastly, I'll just say that it's okay to be different and do things differently and at your own pace. One of the biggest things with comparison, I feel like, is that we can feel as though we're behind. We can feel as though life is moving faster for others than for us. And I definitely had thoughts like that many times come up. And one of the things I try to remind myself is that I don't have to be like everyone else. My story isn't going to happen how my friend's story happened. 
my life isn't going to happen the way their life happened. Yes, I can take, you know, bits and pieces from other people and, you know, use it as encouragement or use it as faith or use it as hope. But I don't have to feel like life is running past me, that I'm exactly where I need to be in that exact moment with whoever I'm supposed to be with, like whether that be friendship, relationships, at my job, whatever, like I'm exactly where I need to be and that I don't need to do things or get things in the same time frame that other people got it because my path and my story is unique to my life. Thank you so much for listening to episode six of Spiritual Slang. I am so excited to keep this going. Um, I say that every episode. (laughs) But I am. I mean, it has been a process. I'm not going to lie. I'm learning to balance a lot of things. Balance rest from work. Balance work from podcasting. Balance social life from work. It's a whole balance thing. Um, But I'm so thankful that you all have listened and have continued to listen. Um, If you've continued to listen, if you're new, that's a different story. Um, But I do want to say something real quickly before I close out which is my next episode will be the most vulnerable I have ever gotten on this podcast it will be something that will be very hard for me to talk about but it will definitely I know it'll help other people and I know for a fact it's going to help me and it'll be the first time that I've really spoken, like really, really has spoken out on this specific topic and um, have spoken out about how I truly feel about it and what it has done to me and how it has affected me. And so that's just a little teaser. So keep a lookout for the next episode, um, which will be very, very soon, but it's going to be a very special one. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed episode six i hope it helped you in any way and always remember stay the course don't give up and stay prayed up bye y'all